God of wonders. At Cana in Galilee, you revealed your glory in Jesus Christ and summoned all humanity to life in him. Show to your people gathered on this day your transforming power. Give us a foretaste of the wine you keep for the age to come. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the following passage, the prophet Isaiah speaks for God and announces that the people's exile in Babylon will be brought to an end. While they used to be known as forsaken, God will change their lives and they will become known as God's delight, God's beloved bride. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest. Until her vindication shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a burning torch. The nations shall see your vindication and all the kings your glory. And you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give. You shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no more be termed forsaken and your land shall no more be termed desolate. But you shall be called my delight is in her and your land married, for the God, for the Lord delights in you, and your land shall be married. For as a young man marries a young woman, so shall your builder marry you. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following passage from the first letter to the Corinthians, St. Paul teaches us that God's spirit is given to the members of the church community to do some good for the community. What gifts is the spirit giving to you? How are you using these gifts to build up our parish? A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, There are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. To one is given through the spirit the utterance of wisdom and to another the utterance of knowledge, all according to the same spirit. To another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the discernment of spirits, 
to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are activated by one and the same Spirit, who allots to each one individually, just as the Spirit chooses. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. The Lord be with you. And with with your your spirit. Listen to this reading. It comes from the Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding about a hundred liters Jesus said to the servants, fill those jars with water. And the servants filled them up to the brim. And Jesus said to them, now draw some of the water out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. And when the steward tasted the water that had become wine, and they did not know where it came from, although the servants servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, you know, everyone else serves the good wine first. And then the inferior wine, after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this. The first of his signs in Cana of Galilee. And he revealed his glory. And his disciples believed in him. After this, Jesus went down to Capernaum with his mother, his brothers, and his disciples. And they remained at home in Capernaum for a few days. The Gospel of the Lord. Praying with this gospel text of the wedding feast at Cana made me think a lot and remember a lot about the weddings 
in my neighborhood in Johnstown, the West End, made me think about the Eastern European customs that surrounded wedding celebrations. Uh, you probably know some of them. Uh, the menu always included cabbage rolls, and depending on your nationality, there was a different name. Croatians, it was Sarma. Uh, Slovaks would have been Halupki, and uh, Polish would be Gawumpki, but they had to have them. And there was usually chicken, baked chicken, and potatoes baked with olive oil, on, and, just, and, and, and they were wondrous things. And for dessert, besides wedding cake, there was cookies. The bride's aunts made the cookies. And when I say they made cookies, I mean they made gazillion cookies. And what was interesting or a little bit funny about the wedding celebrations, the, the babas. The babas would come to the wedding celebrations and they would have plastic bags in their purses and they would shove cookies in the plastic bags. I know this for a fact because my mother, if she went to a wedding the day after I went to her house for lunch and she would say, I got cookies, would you like some cookies? <laughs> They were good. They were good. The customs involved with the customs involved with weddings. Uh, there was the wedding dance. Are you are you familiar with that? The, uh, we called it the bridal dance. Uh, I think maybe other folks call it the dollar dance. You you, you put a dollar in the the maid of honor's apron and you get to dance for a few seconds with the bride, the, the dollar dance. And, and that was always fun. I, I could hum the theme for you, but never mind. We're not going to do that, uh, <laughs> the dollar dance. One of the things that happened when I read this story, one of the guys at Men at Prayer yesterday suggested, and he heard this in a homily, that they ran out of wine at this wedding in Cana because the disciples were there and <laughs> they were heavy drinkers. You did not hear that from me. I'm not saying that was the case. But they ran out of wine. Scripture scholars tell us what a, what a crisis that would be. Weddings went on for days. And to run out of, out of wine at a wedding celebration, oh, what a terrible, terrible thing. Your reputation would be ruined. It would be a curse. And that's why Mother Mary says to her son, come on, they're out of wine. It is a big deal. She didn't want this couple, this family, to be embarrassed and ashamed. It, my hour hasn't come, Mom. Yeah. Your hour is the hour of serving the needs of others. Your hour has come. I've been thinking about the kinds of wedding celebrations that, that go on today, and I'm, I'm not real familiar with them. Uh, 
I tend to remain kind of out of it. Uh, I remember there was a bishop, he was from Pittsburgh, but he, he was the bishop in Connecticut, Tom Tobin. And years ago, he wrote a, 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 a letter to his, his diocese saying, they got to cut it out with the weddings. They got to cut out all the the extra expenses, the, the, the things that weren't really necessary and part of a Christian celebration. Man, did he get in trouble. Woo! We want the weddings we want. We want the weddings that we, we see on television. We want to say yes to the dress. Can you imagine a, a limousine full of people going to a store to help the bride pick out her dress? And I say that and I'm thinking probably some of you have done that. I cannot imagine. And I've noticed in, in that show there's always at least one or two of the bridesmaids who are really kind of nasty. They're, they're jealous. They don't like the idea that they'll be wearing a bridesmaid's dress and she'll be wearing the bride's gown. And, and well, they really, they hate her. It's so crazy to watch that. They're, they're so negative. But we say, say yes to the dress. I want to suggest that this gospel story today challenges us to say yes to God's love. Jackie read from the prophecy of Isaiah. Isaiah spoke of a time when God's people are going to be brought back from exile and they're not going to be known as exiled or, or desolate anymore. They are going to be known as God's beloved. Did you hear that? God's beloved. It's a wedding. It's a wedding of God with his people. The people are the beloved of God. And this story in John's gospel is the story of that wedding celebration. It seems to me that the wine that we share in the Eucharist, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus who gave his life in love for us, that the blood we share at the altar here is a continuation of the miracle at Cana. Say yes to the dress. Eh. Say yes to God's love for you, for us. Yes. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.